everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are in another episode of Hot Takes and Protein Shakes with yours truly, Tony Capobianco. This podcast is brought to you in part by Redcon One. Redcon One is America's favorite supplement brand. Whether you're looking to build muscle, burn fat, collect on your protein shakes, or just look like, you know, the shit at the gym because they have a fantastic line of workout gear and they come out with more stuff all the time. They also have some amazing recovery and wellness products, including my favorite, Fade Out. Fade Out, Fade Out, Fade Out. Yes, everybody needs a good night's sleep. And I can tell you firsthand, whether you're a comic grinding or you're at the gym grinding or you're in business grind or you're just grinding away all the time whether you got some dream of yours or goals or whatever we all could use a really good good night's sleep and that's why i always recommend fade out both in the gummy form and the powder form just one hit of that boom your lights out game over see you in a few hours and you can save 20 percent off your order on all redcon one products using the promo code t20 Tony tell jokes. That's right. My handle is my promo code T20 Tony tell jokes. Also, uh, update on my social media. I am on my TikTok. I'm back at Tony tell jokes. So Instagram and TikTok both at Tony tell joke. I started a new TikTok maybe a month ago using Tony tell jokes, but you know, I already had a decent following on the first one because I got too many flags on the first one to a point where, like, you know, one more, then it's game over. And then I got to start from scratch again. So, you know, what? I'll just start from scratch again. And I thought, you know what? I think they'll forget about me after after a while. So I went back. Main account on TikTok is Tony Tell Joke. I'm always posting almost every day on that thing. So definitely go follow me on that. And dude, September has been an amazingly awesome and busy and stressful, but awesome month. I mean, I was show running, hosting, headlining. It's, I don't want to come off as one of those like pat yourself on the back one sort of things, but it was definitely one of those months where like I put in some serious work and you know what, I'm just going to just come out guns blazing and just start bragging dude because oh dude those results oh i'm so happy i mean i'm tired as you can clearly hear in my voice but man i i was so happy by the end of the month because one i mean i had a lot going on i had obviously i had the up down show i had athens alehouse had fort campbell so i'll dwell on that in a second but this is just like one of those discussions of the quote-unquote grind because anybody who has any sort of dream or pursuit of any kind would understand that the grind is an uphill battle. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of work. And yeah, you will be tired. But with the amount of effort you put in and practice, time, patience, the results will pay off and my god i mean september was amazing i'm like to recap i mean i had a definitely a whole lot of shows all throughout tennessee alabama kentucky 
So I was all over the place, but three in particular were special. One was this uh, little show in a, an apartment complex. My girl CJ, she hooked me up with that. She uh, she let me close out the show, did 20 minutes, awesome crowd. Uh, some of the people living there actually brought their dogs, <laughs> so they were very good, uh, very fun, uh, very fun crowd. And yeah, it was just just a good vibe, you know. It was. It's like one of those shows where I don't care, like, you know, there's nothing on the line, you know, sometimes like whenever you're out grinding, like you get on a show, you get on, you get on a show at a club sometimes or somebody else's show at this, you know, at a bar, it's like a big deal. Sometimes you get in your head. I know I'm guilty of that. I've done it many times before, not as much now, but you know, it happens every now and again where you want to leave a good impression and Sometimes that pressure can sabotage you. And this was one of those nights where I just didn't care. I'm just out here have fun. So are these people, we're all on the same page. And everybody was just just a great, great audience. So it, it was just one of those. Like, like, I mean, I got paid, obviously. So there's that. So I was pretty happy about that. But regardless, I could have done it for free. I'd still be just as happy. So there was that one. The next one was Athens Ale House. That was my uh, first, I guess, quote unquote headlining. I'm going to use the term headliner very lightly because, you know, a lot of like, you know, up and coming comics, whether they're open micers or they're, you know, doing the club circuit or whatever, when they lay out the term headliner, some of them that only requires 20 minutes. Like for me, I did at least 35, maybe 40. And I'm going to use that term lightly because one, yes, I, it was the first time in a long time I was able to do a long set. I knew I had the material to go the distance. I've been allo I've been hoarding all this material for God knows how long. So I was finally able to just, just throw it all out there all in the same set. And I was very proud of myself for that. But back on the term of headliner, loosely because yeah like whenever like starting out like if you're like a two or three year comic and you start throwing out like you know, ooh, i'm headlining tonight that is you gotta take that with a grain of salt because just because you close out or you do 20 minutes does not make you quote-unquote headliner material because i've had this theory for a long time that everybody sees themselves as a headliner until they do it and I headlined finally for the first time in a long time. I was very proud of it. The crowd was awesome. Everybody was very responsive and I hope to have a good time. But I'm not going to start swinging myself as a headliner anytime soon. Because for one, yeah, there were a few hiccups in there. I, I, I have to rewatch that set, clean it up, tighten it up, make it better. And two, just because you did it, doesn't mean you're like, you know, give me my spot at Zany's. You know, I want to give me a Friday, Saturday night at Zany's. I'm a headline. I've, I did. I closed out a bar show. That makes me headline material. No, it doesn't. It means you can, you know, if you have the confidence and material to keep the show going, then, you know, level up. I mean, I definitely felt that way too. But right now, I'm not going to stroke my ego anytime soon in regards to that because. Yes, I could. I can go the distance. Yes, I have material that that can 
make me go the distance, but it's not sharp enough. That's, that's how I feel about it because until I'm able to tighten it up to the point where like it would be irrefutable, I'm not going to consider myself a headliner. I mean, it'd be nice, but that would be very, I'd be doing it prematurely and I end up shooting myself in the foot because I would like, if I'm at a show, I'd rather see a solid feature than a loose headliner because I, oh my God, I have seen that happen so many times. I remember back in Boston, there's this guy from California. He was headlining. I've never heard of him before. I forget his name. It was like Mike something. And you know what? I'll give this guy a shot. I've never heard of him before. Never seen him before. Never don't know any of his material. Like fresh impression, you know? I want to see what this guy is made of. So before he came on, his feature act, this other guy, I can't remember his name either, but he was crisp, dude. He was sharp. He was hitting every single joke. I, mean, I was like, wow, this this guy is setting the bar big time. I was so impressed. And, you know, and that is, you know, the the model I would rather shoot for. Like I would rather be, yeah, a sharp and crisp feature act than a sloppy, ill-prepared headliner. Because you know, just because you have that that tag or that uh, that title headliner, doesn't mean that you have what it takes to you know be considered one, if that makes any sense. So, feature act gets off. He was awesome, perfect ten. Headliner comes on. Never seen this guy before. Never heard of him before. Let's see what he's got. Oh my God, dude. It was the longest 45 minutes of my life. I was like, uh, like maybe the first three minutes was good. But after that, it was just a long, drawn out decline. I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like there were not, there weren't any, any like solid jokes, no punchlines. It was just like, what the hell was that? Like, I'm trying to find a good way to describe it. It was like somebody who basically felt like an open marker doing a thinking he's headlining a bar show, thinking he's hot shit. That was the vibe he came off. And I left to go to the bathroom and just like remove myself from the situation. But (laughs) unfortunately for me and other people, they, they feed the audio from the stage into the bathroom so you can still catch the show. And in many cases, that's a good thing because you don't want to miss any jokes, especially if it's like, you know, somebody solid. But this guy, it's like, oh, it felt like a hostage situation. I mean, like you couldn't escape. Even when you tried to escape, you couldn't escape. And I remember like on my, when I was leaving the bathroom, there was like this group of people. Uh, well, it's like, oh my God, this guy is awful. And uh, if the audience is saying that out loud, ooh, buddy, you, oh, you know, you're eating a bag tonight. And I remember as soon as he got off, ooh, he, he, I've never seen anybody so eager to just leave the stage. I mean, he didn't even try to close out on a killer joke. He didn't want to end on any A plus material. I mean, I'm sure he wanted to, but he knew the way it was going. Oh, this is going to be bad. And I remember he looks so eager to just get the hell out of there. He does his final joke. He leaves, goes to the, goes to the green room, never to be seen again. 
And whatever applause came out of it was not out of, I had a good time. It was, oh, thank God this is over. So let lesson for myself and a lot of other comics listening to this, aspiring to be headliners. Um, don't throw that title around so willy-nilly, you know, because... Yeah, just because you can do a long set doesn't mean you're, you know, you're hot shit. It just means you went the distance. And I've seen I've seen people who can do 20, 30, even 40 minutes, but that doesn't mean they have 20, 30, or 40 minutes. That means they can talk, pause, try to do a little crowd work just to kill time. But if they have actual, like, written out, proven material that can go that long, don't consider yourself. I mean, don't stroke. We're so eager to stroke our egos in this business. And I understand. I mean, we all have dreams. We all think we have what it takes. We all think we're hot shit. But you know who else thinks that? Everybody else. So we're all equally delusional. And I mean, hell, I mean, I'm a lot more confident knowing I can go the distance and like if I were to grade myself, I give my, like you know this Athens Alehouse show where I headlined, I would say I give myself like a B B plus. That's that's being fair. Like I it was good, but I know it could be much better. So I mean I'll accept it, but I know in the back of my head it can be so much better, and that's what I want. Like this, I mean I'll take the win, but I want like a solid win. This was a B, so. There's, there's always room for improvement in that regard. So there's that. And then uh, for Campbell, oh, man, this was, oh, man, I was so excited for this one because I love doing military shows. I've done, you know, almost almost every branch. I've done the uh, U.S. Army National Guard, the Marines, the Air Force. Um, let me see. I haven't done Coast Guard. Uh or the or the navy, but well, th well. Then again, the marine. I think the marines are a subset of the navy, if I'm correct. Either way, but uh, yeah, Fort Campbell Army Base in uh, Kentucky. They these people were awesome. Uh, th this I've been looking forward to this for so long, and they were just a great crowd. Got a lot of solid comics. Shout out to Marcus Quit Playing Jones, who, in my opinion, had the set of the night. This guy came out guns blazing after downing a plate of hot wings. And <laughs> and I think he said it didn't like sit with him the right way as soon as he got on. So he plowed through that thing and God bless him. And like, you know, props to him for that. And yeah, that army, like military, if you like, if you're a comic and you're listening to this and you've never done a military show, military shows are, in my opinion, some of my favorites because these people, they're like, you know, one, they're defending the country. They're, you know, out there doing drills, busting their ass. They do, they come in for a show, free show, just to relax, have some laughs. And God knows how much they fuck around behind the scenes. Like anybody who has served knows what kind of humor goes on behind the scenes when like, you know, drill sergeant's not looking, you know, so... So these, so these people, like you know, any anything goes, from what I've seen, and and it showed. I mean, 
you know, when blue, you can go blue, you can go green, you can go purple. Well, I don't know what these color terms mean. Blue means dirty. But regardless, as long as it's good, you'll be fine. And yeah, that was a great show. Uh, I had uh, Seth Kays, I had him host. Then I also uh, brought along Mariana Barksdale, Kayla McCraw. And yeah, Marcus Jones, and I close it out. I did 20. I'm not considering myself a headliner for that. I just call myself a closer, okay? Just a, just 20, just plowing through all that. It was a great show, and hopefully i love it if they'd be able to have us back. So, you know, fingers crossed on that. And I guess the last show for September was, I get once again, Up Down, my monthly show at Up Down Nashville. Yeah, it was a little, little bit chillier. I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, frigid. It's just like, you know, it's been a little bit. We've lost a few degrees because throughout the summer, my God, it has been, you know, just God's ball sack hanging over us. I mean, we were talking about the hundreds and it would be like, you know, nine o'clock and still 95 degrees outside. So it was a little bit of a different. It was only as bad down the 70s, you know, low 70s, high 60s. But there's a little bit of a. A little, little bit of a climate change. I mean, considering this is an outdoor show, but regardless, it was we everybody had a great time. I was I was very happy with the way things went. Invited a lot of comics who haven't done it. I try to hand out as much, as many opportunities as I can because you know when you're a comic, you want to be able to, you know, extend opportunities to other comics i mean yes you get yourself on stage which is fantastic but that also opens the door for other comics who also want to get on and whether they're from the local scene or they're passing through you know a little bit goes a long way so if you if you're running a show whether it's a show or an open mic and you open the door for more comics fantastic they'll greatly appreciate it that also means, uh, I can only speak for myself on this, that I have a bar. As in, I have a set standard. So, I mean, if you're like new and you're good, then yeah, you're getting on. But if you're new and you're a little rough around the edges, maybe I'll give you a guest spot. But I'm not denying you out of like, you know, bitter or saltiness or hatred. It just means I want you to get better. That's what I mean. Like as a showrunner, as a producer, I'm rooting for everybody. I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to work hard and succeed. But if I put somebody on prematurely and they're gonna eat a bag of dicks, then you know that's that's not look good on me. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying. So if you're a comic and you haven't done up down, it's not, and I haven't booked you, it's not because I dislike you. It means I want you to do better because I'm out there at those open mics just as much as you are. All right. I'm out there grinding. I'm out there trying my shit and I'm not going to pretend like all my stuff is golden. All right. Like I'm trying out new bits. I mean, hell, I just hit a wall until recently. Then like, you know, finally I stumbled upon like a new angle on this bit I'm working on where um, I'm like this again, it's a little self congratulatory, but like basically the whole premise is I'm in such good shape that it's at the point where none of my friends were will ever help me move. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> like if something is too physically too difficult for me to handle, then what chance do these people have? So understandably, they they run for the hills. But yeah, that's it's just like a new premise. I'm happy to uh, very excited to embark down. And yeah, so to get back on track. Uh, yeah, so comics, if you're a showrunner or if you're just jumping around, getting on shows, like open mics, those are auditions. I, I consider those to be like auditions because that's where I do my hunting. That's where I do my booking. If, if you are at an open mic, I see you, uh, you know, put in the work, writing, refining your jokes, going on stage. And performing them, even if it's a dead crowd, if you if it sounds like you execute it well, if you deliver it well, hell yeah, man, I'm gonna put you on. But if you just kind of just mail it in, or you don't come up there and have any material, just attempt crowd work, then you can't you can't rely on crowd work all the time. I mean, yeah, it's a good skill to have; it's a great skill to have, but material is where it's at. And I'm not going to like, you know, gatekeep this. It's just, this is how I personally feel. You got to have material to run a show or even be on a show, dude. Because I want, because I want to know, like, that is such a, like, you know, so-and-so joke. Or like a Norm MacDonald, for instance, only he could tell his kind of jokes, okay? You can never take one of his jokes word for word hand it off to Dave Chappelle and it'll come out the same. You know, he has a different kind of cadence, different kind of delivery, different kind of verbiage. And only he could be able to tell those kind of jokes. And that's why, that's what I expect from other comedians. Like I want them, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but I want them to search and develop their style, quote unquote, find their voice. And it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, hell, I think I still, I'm still finding my voice, goddammit. <laughs> I think I'm getting a lot closer. I think I really stumbled upon what my style is. And again, it's just all about refining it. So I want everybody, if you're a comic and you listen to this, basically what I, what I look for for people that when I book shows is good jokes, funny jokes, original jokes, because sometimes if I'm listening to your setup and I can predict the punchline, one, back to the drawing board. And two, if it doesn't even work, um, you, you, you got, again, back to the drawing board. So that's about all I want to talk about today. Um, in case you wonder what I got going on in October, I have a... Uh, let's see here. I have I'm gonna be on the Deliciously Nothing podcast on October 14th. That is a live streaming podcast. Podcast you can watch on YouTube. Our final up down show is on October 19th in Up Down Nashville. So definitely come out for that. We're gonna hit a pause for the winter time. They're gonna come back in the spring, and we're gonna come out guns blazing, baby. We got some good plans for that. And. I also have, uh, we, I got a bunch of more guests coming on the podcast for the rest of the month as well, so look forward to that. Also, I have some projects I am not liberty to discuss because I'm, cause they're in development. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, suddenly Tony's uh, 
<laughs> Tony. Now I'm not saying I'm big shot Hollywood or anything, but I got some stuff going on, you know, and it pays. <laughs> oh man, yeah, making making move. Tony making moves over here. Uh so yeah, that's pretty much all I got going on for the rest of the month. Other than that, thank you guys very much for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes every week, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.